Welcome back to What Have You. I am Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel. And it's gorgeous and very early. Like, it's weirdly hot right now, but it's a beautiful fall. It's just oh, that it's crazy, so... vivid blue sky with the yellow and orange trees. and But still half green, half crazy yes. electric. It's, it's real good. Beautiful. It's the kind of time that you just need to go out and really soak it up like it's like so i need to see pretty. this this is a tip that i don't know if i've given because we're not needing this right now but it's a tip i give to people who have not lived uh here or i suppose in any real northern climate where it gets very dark in the winter okay like, is that it's a thing that when the sun is out go put your face in it <laughs> go <laughs> like if if it's being beautiful go yeah open your you know what i mean like go actually enjoy it and this is the time of year where we start stockpiling it you start you feel a little mm -hmm. desperate about it because mm -hmm. yeah it's so pretty but it's also it's true passing through it's just being such a gorgeous october and i did see a hilarious somebody posted it's probably one of you people one of you listeners probably posted this and i'm just i have no footnote for it but i think it was a tweet that somebody said, if only there was some way we could find out what Anne of Green Gables thought of October's. <laughs> if only. If only we could. I know. I know. Because it is the moment where everyone in the universe would like to share that thought. Yeah, I with like, everyone oh. else. Well, you know that human, the deep human urge to have to say the thing that we all must notice. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not the heat I can't stand. <laughs> it's the humidity. Mm -hmm. Or when you suddenly, I remember this being a shock, that the reason everyone told their birth stories was yeah. because once you've been through it, you feel yeah. like this is yeah. an important day that everyone needs to know. <laughs> You're suddenly uh -huh. like, wait, uh -huh. wait. And you have become somewhat calloused because over the last week or whatever it is, you've been having way too many frank conversations with way too many <laughs> medical providers uh, regarding exactly what's happening. And so then you just kind of, or hopefully you don't, but you could begin to cut loose and one in could settings. begin one could begin to do what is called oversharing <laughs> looping in people that maybe so everyone needed to be there yeah. with the procession of your dilation yeah don't just don't yeah. don't there's talk things about that. you just not but my point was more when you've when you have been through it for the first time yeah. all of a sudden you're like no and there are People I, close something to you, happened. you've got to tell them it is important. If you totally. didn't, you would probably explode. That's the thing. You, like, have to. <laughs> my, my point is just maybe keep it off the social media. Maybe keep it out of the church email. Well, I just meant we all, there are some things, there are some things that we all have to say ourselves. We have to yeah. affirm it in yeah. some way or another. And one of enough, those is how beautiful October is. Yeah, but also when you get old enough to notice how fast kids grow up oh you have to say you were just a little a minute ago how are you you're yeah. so big yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. or the time really goes flies by. it goes by so quickly <laughs> it goes yeah. by so quickly and you're like yeah. yep i have to tell people yeah. but we have had a couple swing and a miss octobers of late and so i really hope that this one nails it uh there were a few that really um 
they just got out of sequence where the snow came the wrong time and then the leaves didn't and do the thing and everything then, brown i know which or, is hard or then you get the brown leaves falling on top of snow which is really <laughs> not a treat yeah. it's really not good so anyway i just hope it it seems to me like we're we're having a smooth runway right now for it's October. the perfect kind of crisp autumn feel yeah. without having snowed on us but it's Which, not even sweater is, weather really yet. I'm it's going just... this way just so that this is always one of my favorite trees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just because it gets so red. This one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It tends good. to get very coral red. It's good. So, anyways, that's what we're doing. We're driving around in my neighborhood. Soaking up so the, the autumnal vibe. Little easy pants Which, can and sleep. In the um, back seat. We have started a fun thing. Can I tell people what we're starting? Is that bad if I tell them? Well, I think we can here's tell them. the thing. Here's the thing. Do you want to under-promise, over-deliver? I'm going to say, if you tell them now... We won't do it? Well, what will happen if we only do two-thirds of it? Yeah, that'd be a trouble of us. But maybe that will just be us being transparent and real. <laughs> <laughs> we really like to let it all hang out with what we can't accomplish that we thought. I like... Um, someone said too applicable to my life right now i just got this text in the middle of a phone call making big plans i you know where i was like i think i literally may have said this would be really easy you know someone sent me this picture of a flag that said we do this not because it is easy but because we thought it would be easy (laughs) (laughs) i have that one saved oh like that it's such a good one that's my life such a tribute to the the truth Mm -hmm. yeah so Becca and I were driving around here the other day, but we were talking about Christmas and we encountered a doomsday Halloween <laughs> it's, uh, it's, montage it's in someone's actually yard. actually insane because we'll have to post that clip of us. Guys, it, we, we were trying to record. We both had our breath taken away by this <laughs> thing. We lost our train of thought. It turned into chaos, and we felt like it was so chaotic that we couldn't really move it, forward. It with was it. the it was the pie crust that we discarded. Yeah, like, it was kind of like over. no, this one isn't going to work. But there was a section in there when we encountered this house, because here it is. It's it's October, gorgeous. Like the Lord is painting the most oh, beautiful so scene. We have and then, burning bushes here, so all of the oh, uh, they're all turning that like total crimson beautiful yeah and lovely then, and then you've just got the gold leaves it's just stunning and then we were just stricken when we drove past this house it's sort of a tribute to headhunters and um it's just yeah. a it's going big on the halloween oh um, so big so big i don't even know how much money they've spent on disgusting installations it's we're looking at it again but this time we were prepared uh yeah yeah so gross a, we've got massive skeletons like like how tall is that little chap like 13 feet yeah a skeleton with skulls around well look at this one that's all plugged a in zombie, on the uh like, yeah zombie with around. gross hair gross skeletal bartenders in the back a bunch of a bunch of uh spider web everywhere skulls lining up on the yeah, edge of the porch. It's like they've been prepping all year. And here's for the, the neighbor chance. with one lone ghost hanging <laughs> who looks like Casper, you know, the friendly ghost. It's sort of and like I'm, that. Not that I'm a fan of that even, but no, but I don't have a picture of that yard. But Miss 
Mr. Macabre back there. I just, it really is shocking. But anyhow, um, point here is it's is October. That, so it's we're, October. We're gearing up. Oh, look at that. Why Tree not so have good. a big gross time? Why don't we have a big tribute to death? Death and grotesqueries. Um, and this brings up an important thing I need to say. Because we've probably said it before, but here we are to say it again. Every October, you get um, a little swizzle going because some people come forth to condemn Halloween on the internet. And then other people come forth to scoff at those people who condemn Halloween. And they usually start posting articles and things about how it's really great to celebrate. No, they say it's not celebrating. To well, participate yeah. in Halloween in the morbid part, the gross skull skeletons nasty part, because they say what we're doing is we are mocking the, the powers of kind Satan. Of, yeah. Right? But, again, should you be? And the fact that you <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you think they did that in the Middle Ages may or may not be historically accurate. I have not checked it's that the one guy. It's that one guy's video where he says it all in poetry. So, if you yeah, say it all but, in a poem, but, you, and he's kind of like, have fun pretending, but don't get stuck as sort of the... The um, thing is, it's like, I'm, I'm hoping that it's still... I'm going to record if I find this, but I have this... Um, I saved this because... Um, I was reading in the Old Testament in wherever we were just a little bit ago. Looks like it was Exodus 38. Uh Nope, it's not that one. It's not that one. Hold on. Hold that thought. Just a minute, guys. I was prepared so hard for this that I have to scroll through my old screenshots. Um, Here it is. It wasn't Exodus. It was, yes, it was Exodus 22. And this is just like, here we have in the Old Testament, thou shalt not revile the gods, nor curse the ruler of thy people. So you're just not supposed to revile the gods in Exodus. It's one of the, it's like right in the section about, you know, charging, um, keeping someone's cloak as surety. You know, it's right in there. Um, Uh And then, of course, you also have in the New Testament the same thing reiterated twice. I mean, once in Jude is people who um, speak evil of dignitaries. Is that the, uh, is yes. that the language in Jude? Because it's the one that says even. And I think even. the other one is it's either first or second Peter. I want to say it might be second, but I can't remember. Um, even the archangel Michael, when he was disputing with Satan over the body of Moses, dared not bring a railing accusation, isn't that it? But said the Lord yeah. rebuke you. Yeah. So if even Michael has to be respectful of Satan. Uh-huh. It's sort of a how much more. Well, okay, this is one of the things that I have, um, you know, this is a thing that comes up sort of in the missionary biography world where there are more times that the gospel is encountering a place or people for the first time. Okay. Where it really is a place that has been ruled by darkness. Sure without the light of the gospel in it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that, you know, like, so say that you were, you know, there for that, there, we're going to throw a widow on the pyre with her 
you know, the sati mm-hmm. or whatever. We're mm-hmm. we're doing things that are in the worship of a of a false god. What you are not supposed to do in that situation is blast in to make fun of them. You're supposed to rebuke them in the name of Jesus. Like you're supposed to be declaring Jesus's authority, not your own neener 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 vibes. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. And like I just mean in any kind of spiritual confrontation, it's not a oh pish. <laughs> You stupid little... Well, and I think we've made this point probably in previous Octobers, but the thing is, is there's, there's so many problems with this, this theory. A, if you are successfully mocking Satan and his angels, well, we are told in the Old and New Testament not to do that. Then, um, B, if you are mocking, that's, that's not generally how we go about mocking is by jumping in to help with it. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, like, if you wanted to really mock the problem of immodesty, would you decide to just flounce around immodestly? Lady Godiva? <laughs> you don't understand. I'm mocking like immodesty. When I ride nude through the town on a horse, <laughs> what I doing? do so to mock the those, immodest. Those who do it. It's Yeah, it's just not how you mock. But anyway... That's that's kind of like, are you mocking them? And B, should you be mocking them? And C, that's See, gross. I think that what the summary is at the end of the day is that we've done some fancy justifications. Yeah. That's what it feels no. like to me. Because they were just like, well. No. no. It's like there's eh. plenty of there's plenty of scripture we could bring to bear on the whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is lovely, etc. You know, there's just a lot. That's one of the things. It's just one of the issues. Yeah. It's just... uh, I think that the bigger thing, I think we've said this in past Octobers, and it is no less true right now. You know, like, we're for sure, uh, it's not any, nothing has changed. It has only been heightened. And that is that uh, the contrast between light and dark is increasing. Yeah. In a pretty dramatic way. Totally. And there is no way. I would be shocked. Like, no, I would... I mean, I'm not saying it is impossible, but I'm saying I'm pretty willing to say it's impossible. That's that's <laughs> where I'm putting myself. <laughs> not, like, technically, I'm sure that I could be wrong. I'm just really sure that I'm not wrong. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you went up to that house that has loaded their entire... Um, yard up with expensive skeletal demonic yakadu not just a skeleton but drunk ones you know we're not just we're not just doing we're not going to do this halfway we're going to order a diet coke (laughs) yeah just uh, no app just two large diet cokes please alright anything else nope $2.95 per window I should have treated you to one of these (laughs) McDonald's pumpkin cream pie (laughs) oh dear it doesn't look like a good choice no it does not um but anyways uh, yep i'm sorry i was on my way to saying something really no thanks insightful which is that there's no way if you went and knocked on that door and you said how do you feel about abortion oh yeah that thanks no there is no way that they're like Mm -hmm. i believe in the dignity sanctity of the sanctity of (laughs) 
you know, no, yeah. no, yeah. like this is people who are like, I believe in everyone's right to, to hi, thank you. Um, to, yeah, that's definitely, that's, there's no way that this is our team. And no. I mean it even no. on other subjects oh. than this. Oh, yeah. And the point is, that's people who are celebrating this really hard. Oh, yeah. So why would you dabble with that? And why would you, as that kind of thing is taking root in our culture to a much bigger degree than it ever did? Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. That person. Yep, I got him. Thank you. Have a good day. Um, that person's house would have, would have, I mean, like, when we were kids, that would not have been anywhere. But like, I also think sometimes, sometimes, um, I, I feel like people justify things based on something they heard somebody say once about how the church used to do it, which is very yeah. different than actually chasing that footnote, finding out what actually was going on, and then holding that up to scripture and saying, okay, just because the church was doing it. It matters to say that the medieval church had some trouble, you know? They ran into one or two problems. I mean, I I wouldn't want to go the distance of saying, just because the medieval church did it, therefore we ought to copy their wisdom. Right. There's a number of issues we could bring up <laughs> things a With lot of stuff was things they were getting up slipping to off the lazy <laughs> susan in the, in the middle period. Exactly. I, exactly. I will never forgive myself for choosing the diary of marjorie kemp <laughs> so, yeah, you, as an activity you brought that one up i feel like everyone is everyone gonna... knows to avoid marjorie kemp but like you would think every time someone says it's a medieval woman's diary you would think whoa that'd be oh, interesting, interesting. No, 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 guys. Best if we didn't go Take there. a hard turn the other direction. <laughs> Don't dabble in well, Marjorie. It's just there's a lot of stuff in the medieval era that really needed to stay there. It needed to, <laughs> it needed to not come and with. So, <laughs> indeed. Oh, indeed. Yeah. And this is actually, I have a, there's a lot of thoughts. When people. I watched a documentary. I'm, I'm pro- I mean, I can never remember what we've said on this or not. So I'm sorry, guys, if I, on a plane, I watched a documentary about commercial foods of some kind, and um, I remember it really featuring, featuring the breakthroughs of Kellogg and his health biscuits, and oh, yeah. also mm. um, Heinz, and okay. but the it was the history of Heinz that really gave you a window into the soul of how things were going at that time. And I will tell you what, whoa, whoa. And those are the things that I always think of when people are like, like talking about how we should eat healthy like the people of old yonder. Like the way that it was really... That one gets me every time. No, they're like, it was back when we were all really healthy. Yeah, it was like... When? Mm. But when that was the like, reason that Kellogg when? took off like gangbusters is because literally everyone was in constant pain from what they were eating. <laughs> well, and, like, so breakfast cereal was like actually a thing that was not, um, it was really weird. The Heinz thing was really interesting because ketchups were, ketchup is a more general term than the tomato ketchup Mm -hmm. that we like a lot of them were made with like celery and all this stuff but they were sauces 
and the whole reason that everyone got so into sauces like Worcestershire sauce and stuff the whole reason we were into that is because we were trying to cover up the stank of meat that is going off off. yeah Yeah. like like basically we're trying to cover up the fact that we're eating something that is not good and i've just said that you shouldn't wing off with things you heard once and i'm about to wing off with something i heard once Mm. but let's everyone take note and (laughs) and treat this as gospel truth but i've heard that that's like the origin of mince pies back when they used to have meat all those heavy spices was because you are trying to cover up the meat that's gone off now i don't know how true that is but um i do think historically our life expectancies weren't great and i'm not really sure unless we're speaking of the garden of eden about which we have very little data um what era what era are we talking about where everyone was bursting with health and just just, <laughs> just I'm like I it's a weird fictional it's an imaginary up. it's an imaginary world. Now yeah. there is the thing that it's like people who were eating out of their own um like the very wealthy who owned lots of land Serps. and people. <laughs> like the people who actually had a whole like community all around them where you would have you would have hams being Mm -hmm. smoked in your own facilities Mm -hmm. and you were hunting for pheasants and bringing them in sure they were eating health you know like that would have been a healthier if you could afford an orangery so you could grow your own citrus if you had succession houses in your backyard yeah they sure but the average human did not have that they were not wildly I actually did this one I do have a footnote um I was reading a book by Sarah Raven and she was talking about the um hungry gap which is kind of like when like if you're relying off your own garden the hungry gap is that sort of early spring because you've run out of probably your root veg that you stored through the winter but the stuff isn't producing yet and so there are a couple of things that you can get to grow during the hungry gap and that's why they were sort of really important important. but she said actually if you look at the um just village registers from now this is the 19th century in england and so we're not i mean we're talking about not that long probably you know one of the most impressive civilizations of the time you know like we're talking about in england Mm -hmm. the people the just average villagers who were relying off of their own food that they could grow the deaths are way are way up during the hungry gap because all these people were just yeah dying of malnutrition or whatever so yeah this this fictional utopia where everyone had organic produce that just kept them you know lean and tan and healthy and and happy everything and was going well for them unfallen yeah unfallen. basically everything was good well the thing i found out their about teeth were probably Heinz, great this obviously <laughs> the heinz um revelation in my mind that was beyond crazy is that all of these ketchups that people made that were to disguise the iffy food that they were eating mm-hmm. were also sold in like brown bottles like you know those apothecary kinds of you know that dark glass right Right. uh and generally featured a lot of fillers like sawdust 
Oh, good. So, good. and that was common. Uh, people put things like sawdust in the, like, it was the medieval period that got me talking about, thinking about this, but like sawdust was a common bread filler mm-hmm. to try to make your, mm-hmm. to try to make things sort bulk of, yep. yeah, like try to bulk up stuff and, and then you'd have all the mouse poop and rat wow. poop and stuff like, like just not good things to be eating. No. Uh, they were all in and their flowers, but the ketchups, uh, when Heinz invented his tomato ketchup, he also went big political. So the whole reason we have that, like the FDA was Heinz, the reason like he invented, he offered the clear bottle oh. of that all food substance ketchup. Okay. So basically, and made a big to do about telling everyone mm-hmm. what the ingredients mm-hmm. were. I don't. But legally, I'm happy he did. I don't feel like this was a this. This feels like one of those maybe as an instance of God stra- drawing straight with crooked lions on this. But oh, I just mean the I'm reason glad he used all food is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, no. But the reason we have the government wading oh. in to say yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. allowed to sell anonymous sauces with who knows what in it anymore. <laughs> you're gonna have to say what it is. And he, because he did the clear glass bottle, it became a, a ray, like everybody wanted it. And so he went so far in his competitive spirit that he <laughs> bought all of the clear glass bottles that were available within, I suppose, their, you know, yeah. all of them so that other manufacturers could not use them. He was only okay. using one shape of bottle okay, yeah. and sunk them all in the Hudson <laughs> like, <laughs> so somewhere there's an enormous cache of clear bottles in the Hudson that was to prevent <laughs> others from having see-through ketchup bottles. I feel like that's a short-term strategy since the, well, the clear that, bottle manufacturers will no doubt jump into action now. He, he went, <laughs> his strategies were both short and long because he was doing things, doing things with the government to prevent people from being allowed to do yeah, stuff. And, yeah. and, but like, what a bizarre thing, but the idea of that, that in this idyllic time, this actually reminds me of our old long ago now famous what have you quote of you could have been a concubine somewhere (laughs) like your life is not hard but the idea that like being dependent on your own garden like would have been an idyllic health time is not correct like it is not correct that it would have gone well for people who didn't have tons and tons of well or who didn't live in a perfect climate because Again, like I, I know that it is actually true. People all say the tomatoes at the grocery store aren't even like, they don't even taste like tomatoes. Mm -hmm. You have to grow it yourself and eat it, you know, warm in the sun. And that's when you really know, okay, great. That's also fabulous. That's when you've hit the platonic form of a tomato. If you live in a climate in which you can't grow tomatoes, then a grocery store tomato is better than the alternative which is none so like if you said the same thing about citrus it's those oranges you get in the store not even oranges you have to eat it off of your own tree probably I bet it is amazingly better but we would all die of scurvy in Mm -hmm. Idaho because we can't grow oranges did you know that the Mediterranean wouldn't have citrus though 
if we weren't into taking things from other cultures. It was yeah. citrus came from the Mediterranean from Asia. And yeah. we think of citrus being such an integral part of Mediterranean food. Because it is. Because it grows there beautifully. But here's the thing, though. I am not going to say we're living in the perfect utopian time of farming practices now either. I'm totally happy to say there's any amount of weird deeds that are getting done all over the place. And probably our very own Heinz level maneuvers being perpetrated by people with power and money. I'm sure that that's the case. It's just that every era had its imperfections, its struggles. There was no, although, although, let's just side note to say, I have wondered, what were the patriarchs eating all the time that yeah. they could live to 120 and say, nasty and short are my years? <laughs> um, <laughs> what what were they you? eating? <laughs> yeah, it's like they I were... do like that one of the only things we know about bread. the food, no, is the, the stew. <laughs> The savory stew that caused a lot of family drama. Like the savory. Well, we know bread. We know. Um, we know bread. We know we the know savory stew. Lamb. Yeah, we Lentil. know. Uh, and mandrakes somehow. <laughs> somehow the mandrakes plated mm-hmm. to some stuff. Yeah, but, but I think so clearly they were they were doing well with their longevity. But other than that. And that still feels like the last ripples from the pre-flood uh, I think the long main life. Thing, I think the main thing we know about that era is that they were not eating. I'm always amazed by the gap between meals. The, you know, like the... Um, like sit down here while I go slaughter the animal. Yeah, wait. Yeah. I'll, yeah. We will go... Make yeah. 60 loaves of bread <laughs> yeah, without commercial yeast. Yeah. So, like, yeah, that's going to be a job for yeah, someone, you know, know, and we're going to slaughter the animal or when the, in that mm-hmm. dedication of the temple where they slaughter oh, however so many, many bazillions so many. of animals and all feast together. Like, I just think we have a really weirdly skewed perspective on what life would have been like because okay I was thinking this when we were in Israel this last summer and we were looking at like um when we were at Masada so this is like Herod the Great had built this uh, just over the moon level structure on top of like sheer cliffs right Mm -hmm. just crazy impressive and we're just looking at the ruins of it. You know, you can just see kind of the foundation, but you can see what had been there. But I feel like then you get your sort of picture Bibles or your uh, flannel graph kinds of pictures of what it would have been. And it's like we picture those structures as being like, to me, it would be like if you went into a bare house that had just gotten the sheetrock up. And then you're like, this is how the Americans lived. Like, because you know that that had to be over the top opulent with the paintings and the carvings and the tapestries and the textiles and the furniture and the stuff. But we always picture it as like sort of brownstone, you know, square Mm -hmm. buildings. That's dad's pet peeve about castles, right? Like as though 
Aiden, like, I don't know. What is her, his pet peeve about castles? No, it's just it's, it's just the same thing. It's like people who built these enormous big things. It's like it wasn't a big drab. Like there was a lot of cut. Like <laughs> there was a lot of color and a lot of like tapestries and all of those things. Like they weren't actually. It's like, you're right though that it's it's just the same concept and the like, vacant walls, the blank, you know, just kind of and and it's like when when you read the descriptions of like just building the tabernacle or the temple, the embroidery and the bells and the gold yeah. pomegranates and the the you know beaten gold woven into the fabric and you know that they had ridiculous yeah. you know decorative flourishes. It wasn't just like here's a sandstone colored structure right. that they all hunkered down in and I feel like especially when you read about like the dedication of the temple think of the infrastructure of the guy who was running those kitchens or that's at, a, that's at a like thing Xerxes I've... feast for however many days for however many millions of people and you've got the kitchens you've got the food providers you've got the whole supply chain you've got like Who's even in charge of the hanging no, gardens of like, Babylon, like running the nursery, the plant nursery, and propagating and yeah, watering? They, and, and how much did they know that that we don't know again yet? Yeah, and I feel like then we look at the little outline and then we assume that the color of this foundation is the color of the whole. Well, we can just bring up the question of Esther. And what was it that they were doing with those oils for however many months? Uh, it's a great question. Because other than being essentially preserved <laughs> in oil, I can't imagine what you did. Mm, you were sort of like a sun-dried tomato sitting in your oil. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they must have smelled from forever away. Yeah. Like, those yeah. are not subtle... Wasn't it? I mean, it's an excessive amount of time with particular oils. <laughs> like, what were they doing? Just sitting in an oil bath for that long? I mean, like, I'm sure, it was some kind of ritual treatment. I'm pretty sure, though, it was no small. I'm. There's a couple things that I think I'm saying about this. We don't know what they were doing, but I doubt that what they were doing didn't have any effects. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that what they were doing was something that would surprise us you know, <laughs> know like that we would be like i had no idea that yeah if you did this with oil of is it myrrh or frankincense or whatever it's what it's some of those 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 um i don't know the well whatever it is it's like months with each one. Oh yeah big time just and and not only are we doing this there's like a whole team of eunuchs no. Guarding the facilities where this super <laughs> secret endeavor is going on. <laughs> You're like, it's pretty clear that there's just stuff we don't know. Yeah, yeah, valid. That's also, you know. And they all had, we know that the guys were given those prescribed diets, you know. So, yeah. To, so that they looked good. So, you know, the women were also probably on some sort of interesting. But regime. their diet was lots of the lots of meat right wasn't it lots of meat and they did, wouldn't well, they partake wouldn't, in it so yeah. they just had yeah. vegetables and water instead of yeah i wonder what the what the finished product that they were going for was with I lots know. of are meat you trying to lump up but you then, might have been i don't know i don't know but i thought they said that they were that the they were eating the vegetables but 
Yeah, their faces were better. Well, it's kind of like. But in, they were not. It wasn't. It was not leaner. No, no. They were looking. Yeah. More well nourished. When um, in the Odyssey, whenever like Athena is gonna give somebody a quick boost, um, she makes them taller and thicker and whiter, with Ooh. luscious hair. I and you always wonder if it kind of faded off, but taller and thicker and whiter. I was like, hmm, I'm doing fine. <laughs> Back up. I shared on Instagram the poem that I wrote about my life. You did, and it was good. May I, the true confession is that it made me snort and still does make me snort <laughs> and still blesses me. But I think the vast majority of people were like, hmm. I think you need to explain it. But then footnotes to Rachel's poem. I don't think I needed to explain it. I already footnoted it because I knew nobody would understand my great... Oh, did I you footnote it? Yeah. I mean, just to the extent of saying I was overcome with the poetic urge yeah, about yeah. my life. But the thing is, is that... So, for those of you who don't follow me on Instagram, this is my poem. A portrait of my life. And it is... <laughs> <laughs> I am resting on the laurels of invisible work. A fine nest for a fat bird. <laughs> I'm still so yes. tickled about it. However, what I've seen, you said you're doing good, which is what reminded yeah. me of my, this is yeah, whatever. But I'm laurel. not sure why this doesn't, why it is not an intuitive relatable poem <laughs> to everyone but you well, know I related to it some people it's like do you consider yourself to be a fat bird <laughs> <laughs> then you might relate <laughs> oh man oh, I love it but I do actually not that this is really an important point but part of what prompted that poem the invisible work is so much of what wives and mothers do oh, right yeah. like so much of what you're doing doesn't have a clear look I did it you know it's no. like and no. the invisible work is like but in in that particular moment when I wrote that it was the funniness of sitting down sort of in what feels like wow I've been getting so much done but looking around your house like <laughs> but what was it yeah I'm not yeah I did stuff but, yeah. but where? Well, I, but how? Last Saturday, last Saturday, I got up to a clean house. Like, it, well, okay, the downstairs. I've said the upstairs is the Rubik's Cube that won't stop. But the downstairs, it was like, it was clean. It was tidy. Smelled fresh, you know. I was going to get in there and really swing my elbows a little bit more. I was going to get some stuff done. Went to bed Saturday night having basically single-handedly pitted out the downstairs on my own. Nobody else even helped. Like, <laughs> what? what were you doing? I don't know. It was just one of those days where you worked all day and it looked worse at the end than and at you're the like, beginning. But why? What oh, have I done? God. Well, it was because I think I was working in the upstairs and it really is like, okay, I need somewhere to put all of this stuff. So I'm going to have to go downstairs and I'll drag that thing up here and I'll use yeah. that. But then you've created a weird hole downstairs. So then you go off on a tangent there, running around mm -hmm. to thrift stores to see if there's an answer to your yeah. sorrow. 
and there isn't. So then you go back and you've made a mess. And yep. <laughs> this is very, this is all very familiar. Mm. For me, I always end up with the multi piles, the pile mm. of returns, oh, the yeah. pile yeah. of giveaway things, the pile of stuff that you're not sure if you're throwing it away or not. Yeah. It's kind of, yep. those are tough times. They are tough times. But and that's such as life. I those suppose. are the tough times we live in. So, <laughs> and in our time, instead of having to eat meat that's off, we have to have tough times like this. Right. This now, is ours. Uh, this might be a first, you guys. In what have you histories? Rachel's trying to gas up. Well, I wasn't gonna tell him back. Well, I mean, what were you gonna do? Like hop out of the hop car. out and let me wax <laughs> eloquent by myself. Well, no, what really happened? Look, I didn't. I didn't get out. That guy's the one that interrupted our flow here. <laughs> I'll just park here. What I didn't want to do was drive run us around the gas? country and run out of gas. Mm. That we've done on the podcast before. Have we run out? Oh well, not we in the parked. country. We were parked. We did. Yeah, but I didn't want to do that, so I brought us to the gas station. <laughs> so that's what I did. That's what we're doing. So right. I right. think we should move on to tips. You have a tip? Well. I do, but it's convoluted. Do you have a straightforward tip? No. I'm hoping to think of one while you tell us yours. <laughs> well, I think you... Well, you know what? To be honest, I might have already used this as a tip. Um, It'll but be. I'm reminded of it again, you guys, okay? Because when we were downstairs, our bedroom was downstairs, and it was teensy. So you could only just sort of... There was a little walkway around the bed, you know? Like I it think was you very have small. This. Is this your makeup cabinet? Yeah, and... <laughs> And I went upstairs, like, the new bedroom. It was like, oh, hooray, I'll just use this vanity now. And I do not like it. I hate it a lot. And so I went out questing about to get myself yet another medicine cabinet from a weird source. And I did. From Habitat for Humanity, I found a little random medicine cabinet for 10 bucks and brought it home. And now I'm, like, painting it and trying to, you know mess around with that but I just really like being able to stand close to the mirror rather than leaning across a desk with an open drawer or you know what I mean like it's so either you have to keep all your makeup up on top which I don't like the look of or you put it on the drawer and then you're opening and shutting and opening and shutting and leaning forward it's a big fiddle I don't like it at all so <laughs> I've had a real Becca time. is solving problems that just you saying. maybe never had. It's slim. It hangs on the wall. It keeps all your stuff. You can store it all vertically. You can see what you have there. And then you can shut the thing. And you can stand next to it with one cupboard door open and put your makeup on or whatever. And I'm just I'm just saying I'm reverting back to it because I have tried the alternative lifestyles and I don't like it. That's how I feel. My my approach is that I have makeup in a drawer, but it is in my bathroom counter, so yeah, I so stand you're still beside it. Across. Do you not have to lean across to see what you're doing? Not really, no. Mm-hmm. I stand beside it, so it's open. Yeah. Well, see, you're kind of you're kind of in the halfway house. Then you're standing. I kind of rise you above your problems. In it. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah. I kind of don't have your problems, but I also, this is probably part of the, part of the problem. The older you get, the more I just kind of feel like my doing of my makeup is more like I 
Yeah, it's like drove past the mirror. I was going to say, it's got to be like a sub three minute episode. <laughs> but I just, in right. in those three minutes, I dislike my current setup. I would say, <laughs> since we already were offensive about, um, about, what? No, you, no, 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 no. I had a thought, but then I was like, I need to show you. And then I was like, wait, I think you showed me. Oh, well, you're the one who texted me that thing. What are you talking about? The you're funny about being the, offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I, I was going to say the, uh, since we already did that, the revenge of the old ladies yeah. about, yeah, about pumping. I'm going to just bring out a word about excessive makeup montages which is also very Revenge of the Old Ladies. But in a similar format to the previous one, I would just like to bring out the fact that the incredible emphasis on things like contouring right now (laughs) is not... Like, there are also reasons that this is what everyone's into right now. Like, making faces sort of like a cartoon character... Mm. Or there's no way men could pull off feminine faces doing drag and things without excessive of it's this like, kind of makeup. I feel like stage makeup has made its way out and now it's just everyday makeup. Because yeah. stage makeup was always intended yeah, let's, let's to make like, you look older, younger, or change your face. fix. Yeah, yeah like we're, we're going to make you look like a totally different character than this. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just think it's a thing that, like, is another thing where Christian women just ought to use some uh, discretion about why this trend. Not just, like, I'm trying to be up with the moment, but why is our culture into massively artificial faces? It's masks. And it's, like, our culture is into masks every which way you look at it, but some people really use their makeup as a mask. And sometimes a mask of even things like... The, the frantic urge to not look as old as you are. Yeah. Like needing to yeah. plump your lips up and fill in your cracks of smile lines or this mm-hmm. and that and yeah. fake things out. It's like, you know, we just, humans do age. And that's just one of the things that we have it's to, true. we have to accept and go along with. But it just isn't, makeup is one that I would say, especially women who are raising teen daughters where the reality is that the world that they're coming of age in the cosmetic industry and that world is absolutely gross and and it it is not the kind of thing it's like oh you're of you're of an age to do makeup just you know do whatever you want at the Ulta like really dive in here to learn your way around this like, this is a thing just that Christian mothers need to be thoughtfully guiding their daughters on, you oh, know? yeah. And it's, and it's rough because I feel like people do tend to swing in extremes where it's like it's either, you know, charge ahead, everyone, or it's this is filthy and evil and I denounce it, you know? Yeah, like fake eyelashes and contouring and... I I was really surprised when I ran into a girl at um, Walmart. I mean, it was just a college girl, not someone I knew. But I'm saying she had a entirely artificial face on, like mm-hmm. where like wow, 
we can't tell who you are under there. Right. Like, That's what we I mean about a tell. mask. But you're wearing this mask while in your sweatpants mm-hmm. at at mm-hmm. Walmart and that it is a very weird like that's a really bizarre and interesting yeah cultural dynamic but i'm just saying i'm not you know i'm just saying wake up moms and mm-hmm. tune into this world a little bit right. and don't just um you know let yeah. it rip whichever <laughs> no. direction it wants no, to rip no because it's true that if you go to Ulta you are confronted with a lot of disgusting sexual everything. Like mm-hmm. you would oh, like think the names of the names of things are are gross. You've got big trans pictures hanging everywhere. Mm-hmm. You've got yeah, innuendo every direction. Well, it's one of those things that is like I um So I'm just saying you can't pretend it's not sexual. When it oh, is yeah. so sexualized that it's on the label. You yeah. Know? And you're like, oh, well, whatever. One of the things that lipstick. I really feel about health food stores is if you go into any, like, natural eco health food arena. Yeah. They are saying everywhere, let me tell you what is true, what is good, and what is beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. live like this for health and beauty and joy and righteousness, sort yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, but it's but it's the same thing. Are they pro-gay, pro-trans, pro-abortion? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. they are lying to you that they know the healthy path. That right. they know the correct right. way to do good things. Right. Like, it's a lie. And the Ulta sort of world is a lie that they understand beauty or sexuality. Yeah. Or right. that kind of like, hey, we're the authorities on something that yeah. actually they are really not the authorities right. on right. like they maybe have connections to the manufacturers <laughs> of people who sell these sorts of goods but they're in no way the authorities no. No. on what is right what is beautiful what is good so it's not like it's it's not like it's out of bounds for christians to use things no of course that not. they find there but it is also at the same time really not a place where you defer to their judgment. No. Where you're like, just like, there's nothing wrong with going and buying yourself a you know, whatever eco tortilla chip somewhere. (laughs) Whatever. You know, like, that's fine. But don't do it while deferring to them that they somehow are the stewards of the earth. Right. This is the the people who have it handled. It was a random tangent. This has been a weird, complicated braid of random tangents. I think it has been, but I'm just going to say, let's wrap this up with, at least we did it. You're right. You're right. Let's, let's just, focus on Let's the just do that. Yeah. All right. Until next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.